Hello, and welcome to the Dance of the Soul. <laughs> no, um, so I'm having problems on my phone, so it got me distracted. So let me uh, let me kind of go back to um, what I was going to do. Disregard. Okay, so there we go. So I'm going to go over to live. There we go. So now I'm live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and my um, uh, Instagram channel. So welcome everyone and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. And I just set the reset button. And that's actually a good metaphor for who what we're doing today. So today is one of those days that, you know, we're kind of going into these moments of life where I wanted to talk about, and I just kind of messed up even posting about the show today. And I apologize. So I'm going to re go back and edit um, when I get a chance because today's one of my busier days. And so I didn't get a chance this morning to, I thought, Oh, I went to bed too late last night um, to even want to write something up for the show. And then all of a sudden, here I am live on this show going, uh, you know, about 10, 15 minutes beforehand. Oh, crumb. I don't even see a notification on Facebook. So I didn't do what I was supposed to do. You know, and now, you know, this is the time where, you know, we can go back. Um, and I wanted to talk about this because, and I'll, like I said, I'll re-edit the description of this show, is about, you know, what do we do when our minds go into the gutters? What does our minds do when they go into those bad places? Well, I'm telling you right now that we're going into several planets being on retrograde. So we have um, Uranus is going to go in retrograde or already is Pluto. Um, and there's going to be um, Saturn, I think, is in retrograde. Oh, what's the other ones that we're going to go into retrograde? And I wish I would have been more proactive and did my homework. But now I'm live on my phone, so I can't look something up. So it's one of those things that you we're going to have. Oh, Pluto. Pluto was the other one. And then um, Mars. Mars is going to go into retrograde. So with that, that we've got right now, usually it's our summers that we get. Oops. Um, cancel. Um, sorry. Uh, I was going to move my thing here and then I retweaked it here. You know, it's one of those days. Have you ever had one of those days? Ever one of those days where things just worked the way that they were supposed to, but they didn't work with you? Well, you know, this is one of those days where you're, where we can go into, and at the end of the day, we can go into those moments where we struggle, where we struggle when, hi, Kate, hi, welcome, thank you for being here, that we struggle with those like times when it's like, you know, crap, why didn't I do better on my show? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? You know, and, you know, as you know, I went in out and, and moved some of my petunias around. And if anybody plays with petunias, you know that they can be kind of sticky, right? <laughs> so I got stickiness all over me. So that's a metaphor, right? A metaphor for how sticky our days can get when we do things that don't work right. And I, like I was going to say that you know, we're going to be going into when planets go into retrograde, it's about going into the doing some of that shadow work, right? 
And there's going to be, Mars is going to be going into, no Regan today because this is my life clarifications with Natasha. And so today is one of those days where I'm being a psychic medium, host my own show. And so Mondays is the dance of the soul where we talk about, um, where we talk about soul things. And, and on Monday, we're going to be talking about uh, soul families. On, and that will be only on Facebook and my YouTube channel and on Twitter. So that, you know, that's going to be our conversation. So today is going to, we're talking, I'm going to talk about how these retrograde planets might trigger us into playing some mental games. And my whole beginning of the show could be part of that dance of, of how, you know, when we make, and I kind of call them flubbles, I'm tired of making mistakes. Um, uh, uh, you're more than welcome, Katie, for answering that, that, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, when we're doing live and doing things, and isn't it funny how Regan and I had troubles with our technology at the beginning of the show yesterday on Monday, and I was preactive, pre, pre, I, I was prepared to do things, right? Today was one of those days where I woke up this morning and had something coming and done, da 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 da. I had things one right after another. And, you know, as we're going through life and looking at things, these are the opportunities where we can really hurt ourselves with our mind game. And what I what I wanted the show to be intention of today is that talking about how the retrograde planets can trigger us. And then I was also going to talk about what I'm foreseeing for this fall, because there's there's some energy shifts that I'm foreseeing for this fall. And, you know, listening to my astrologer, she was confirming what I was feeling already. So I feel like I can speak freely about that. So with that, that, uh, yes, I'm looking. Uh, so uh, Katie says, um, I'm looking forward to the soul circle episode. I was um, frustrated when you were talking about miscarriage souls around me oh yeah um and and you know i'm sorry that you were uh you used the word um oh fascinated not frustrated fascinated dyslexic so fascinated i clarified that thank you fascinated yes 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 so so families are very important so we'll wait that for that show for monday and today with things that are going on that that when we have these retrograde planets that we kind of get triggered into these story games and games of stories and life stories about why we can't do things. And like for me, having troubles with my um, technology and even prepping for the show, I could go into a lot of damaging mental things when I'm going to bed and those shadow work. So if you watched my video last night on um, face, I haven't posted, I don't think on YouTube yet, but um, I posted on Facebook and, and Instagram that, um, no, I'm not going to let you on my live show, Kevin, uh, that um, I don't do that on Instagram. So with that, that going forward in our life and managing our life, that there's, we're going to be going through these stories that are coming up. And Mars going into retrograde, well, Mars is part of that um, story of, um, of battles and things like that. So be careful about what you're battling in your mind. And it's going to be in Gemini. So we're going to be getting a lot of, uh, of mental games going on. We're going to be in the mental. And like what um, I listened to Janet Hickox in the morning. 
and uh, Veronica, you listen to her too now. And Janet does a really good job of explaining what's going to happen so that you don't take, you figure out the story yourself. And I love that. But what I already was feeling like that, that this fall was going to be one of those falls where if you didn't keep your feet on the ground, you were going to get tossed around. Okay. If you weren't going to keep your feet on the ground this fall, because I wanted to talk about what I felt, what I was feeling like for this fall, that you were going to get tossed around. So like for me right now, I'm really, since things are going to be um, changing for me in September, that I really wanted to put forth, you know, getting my house feng shui because I'm a feng shui consultant too. So I was looking at how can I manage my life, getting some patterns going because it, it was one of those things that, that, if I didn't get my feet underneath me in, in my life, then whatever was going on in my mind, whatever was going on in the reality around me, whatever was going on in, in a lot of my emotions, that, that I would be struggling with having this application of what we're, I was doing. Because of the fact that I know that Mars is going into retrograde in a house that's going to be... Uh, it's in my first house. So it's a lot of that. Um, what is my shadow work? What is that underground stuff I want to do? So with that, that if you know your astrology, it really helps to know what planets are in certain houses. So you know what the intention is. Like now my husband's is going to be in um, in his work and his um, how he how he is in this world. Uh, his work, his daily um agenda and that kind of stuff. And like, like what, uh, what, um, uh, uh, Janet told my husband is, is that if he's going to be doing a lot of things in his mind to make a decision, to make a better decision, because Gemini is about the mind. Remember Gemini is about twins. So if you know any Gemini's out there, You'll probably say, oh, look how wonderful this person is today. And then there's another day you meet them and they might have a little bit of shadow work they're doing. Now, I mean by shadow work is, is that it's that stuff that the, the not so good energies. It's the um, it's the it's the um, you know, if you're feeling very proactive, it might be the victimhood side of things. So with that, that uh, that it's it's one of those dances of of energies where shadow work is is digging up those things that we need to work on it's the things that aren't necessarily our best foot forward and so when you're working with a gemini you'll have a best foot forward and a not so good best forward but both are very wonderful people but there's these two sides to them a little bit more than a lot of us so if you have any gemini in your in your uh charts at all like rising or your your um or your uh, moon that you're going to be dealing with a little bit of mind work here. And being that Mars is going retrograde in, into um, Gemini, that, you know, it's about get that, getting those wars going, going into those dances of, of scenarios and how can we move forward? So if you're in a moment where you're going forward in your life and you're feeling like you're overthinking it, Make decisions with your gut, make decisions with your heart, make decisions with the lower body, 
because of the fact that that sometimes our mind's going to go and get it all stirred up, right? And we don't want to be stirred up. We want to get it to where we're moving forward in our life. So with that, that, that getting it down now, making decisions in our body means is that if it feels heavy and icky and, and you just don't feel enthused, then, then that's not the better position for you in life. But if you're feeling more up and, and you're feeling more energetic, you're feeling more light, then it's like, oh, I can do this. Kind of like I'm really working with my, my monies. And I had a girlfriend that I went to lunch with today and she wanted to stop off at a, um, a consignment shop. Whew. So what I had to do was make decisions. Are you going to make me money? Are you going to be doing these? Are you going to be inspiring me? Are you going to be doing these things that make me a better person? So I had three outfits pinned out, right? Well, I had one that I went, oh, I know what I can wear you with. And when I put it on, I felt it was nice for hot days. And it was one of the turquoise colors that I was looking for, right? So with that, that I, 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 I decided so I can see a whole outfit with this, right? I can see a whole outfit with this. And shoot, those shoes that I was trying on would have worked with it. But I have to go shopping in my own closet first before I try on some other shoes, try to buy some shoes, right? So then I had another shirt that I was like, I like it. I can dress this up. What would I wear it with? That was one of the questions I was asking. And then um, I... Uh, I uh, had another shirt that it was like, I can see myself wearing it. It was actually a, a cardigan that would actually even go with this dress. So I saw it working out. So going forward with our life, just like me flubbing up to this morning that we can't, we ha we're going to be going into the mind, but I had to go down into my gut. My mind wanted to play the games. I really want all of them, right? I can't do that. My mind really wanted to play the game of, oh, this is something I really enjoy doing. You know, going clothes shopping is actually quite fun. A lot of people don't like doing it, but I like doing it, right? So, I, but what I had to do is I had to get down in my gut. I had to get down in my gut to really, how does this feel? How does this feel on me? So I even tried on one of the shirts and I went, you know what? I can see myself wearing it. And then my girlfriend said, I can actually see you doing a show in that shirt. So like a show to me would be like, I love to do group mediumships. I love to do um, speak in front of people. I'm a, a motivational speaker. So I love to do those kinds of things. And I can actually do them virtually too. So with that, that um, if you're in another state or something like that, I can actually do a group mediumship or a group uh, conversation um, if you get some friends together and I can do it virtually. So when, as we're going forward and managing our life, that, that making those decisions, sometimes we have to get out of our head, right? And so Veronica, what did you say here? I had to finish my thought. Thank you. So um, my mom and husband both are Geminis. <laughs> They're a lot alike. Yes. Yes. Geminis tend to be very um, mind orientated. Uh, like I know that uh, I have a lot of actually double Geminis in my life funny enough. And my, the double Gemini's like uh, my mother heart, she was a librarian. Uh, the other uh, Gemini that I know is uh, an astrologer and is very good at it. Another Gemini I know is astrologer and um, 
and very intuitive. Another Gemini that I know is, uh, you know, they just have this way of being able to put a lot of things together. They, they're great multi multitaskers too. They know how to put these threads together. They're great readers. They're, um, they're, they may not be great with holding a book, but they're great readers of life. In other words, they're, they're out to um, gain information. They like to gain information. And so with that, that there, there's a story. So, but the thing about Gemini is, is that there's this shadow Gemini, and then there's the bright light chat uh, of Gemini. And so sometimes we don't know who we're going to get. And Veronica, you're probably noticing that with your, your husband, as you said, um, our Gemini and your mom, sometimes that she's not always the easiest to work with. Well, a lot of us aren't easy to work with that. We all have those moments, but there's something about the flip of the coin that a lot of Gemini's do. They, they can, they can be one, one moment here, but then they'll flip the coin over. Right. So going forward in our life that it, you know, it, what I'm seeing in the next, like, let's say from now until even through the holidays, and I know that Mars is going to be in retrograde until probably February, that, um, that, and we're going to have Mar uh, Mercury in retrograde during that time too, during this new year coming in. So with that, oh, actually, it's going to be coming in um, here in September, I think, is Mercury. And Mercury in retrograde is about um, technology it's about um, uh, things not working quite right. Uh, it could be about cars, communication. When Mercury starts going into retrograde, be careful about sending your texts and your emails. You want to reread them first and watch your intention. Okay, so that's a heads up for you. But there's going to be a lot of mind games. So, <laughs> so. In the Gemini, if you're noticing that you're upset and you want to send a text and it's during Mercury retrograde, I would not send that text right away. I would put your phone down. I would walk away, get a different perspective, maybe go cook dinner if you need to or do whatever you need to do. Go do something else and then come back and decide how do you want to send that text. Because of the fact that we're going to put our foot in our mouth if we're not careful. And we don't want to burn bridges. That's the thing about this life right now that, you know, we may not want to keep friendships, but we don't want to burn bridges. And because of the fact that we don't know who's and what is connected to the next thing. Because of the fact that, like, I have spiders all over my yard, right? I live in the country a little bit here. Um, and so there's spiders everywhere. Well, spiders about what web do you want to weave? Where do you want to go with your life? What is the new opportunities that you're going to take? What is there going to be? You know, it's about having the links because you know how spider webs have their links. How many different compartments do you want to have with it? Oh, and I just got, oh my gosh, I just got the metaphor. I got to check and see how much, because they almost looks like the bagua of the feng shui bagua, right? And that's about, you know, having a pattern of, because your help, your knowledge helps your prosperity corner and your knowledge helps your, uh, your, um, your health, your knowledge helps your relationships and what you're, where you want to be perceived in your life and, and your creativity and your helpful people. And then what is your life path? So if you have a healthy knowledge, 
it's all the same spider web, right? So how are we going to work in our life? What are we going to do? Don't overthink things. And that's why I wanted to really work at things because I know that for me, I didn't sleep well last night because the fact that my mind was running. And I actually did a little bit of a video that um, that I did about how in our night that how our shadows can come out. Well, I know for me, not not writing up a good um, uh, synopsis or a good bio on what the show is going to be about today, that you know that can haunt me. I'm choosing it not to haunt me because it's fixable. Because I know that if I am the one who has was struggling with this, right, that, you know, when I get quiet for a few minutes, and it might even be tomorrow, I'll write up a, a scenario on what the show was about. Because actually, I'll know more what I talked about after the fact, right? So with that, that this is about things going forward. Okay. So now another thing that, um, Oh, you like the video? Thank you, Veronica, very much. I appreciated that video. That because you know when you're taking a video in the dark, because um, it was only a nightlight that was my light. Um, I was kind of worried about scaring people, <laughs> but it it just hit me. Sometimes my my videos are very spontaneous, and it it just hits me to to have this conversation. So thank you. That as we're going forward and and managing our our scenario, well, another thing that I'm feeling. And this is very close to my my love and my uh, I'm just going to say to my heart because I, I it, it aches when I think about it <laughs> that um, we're going to have another um, doorway. We were, I, ha I saw that this year was going to be uh, like almost five doorways for people to leave us. And uh, Veronica, don't worry about it um, because I know that your parents are, are are there, but I feel like they're more next year. Sorry, that blurted out and I didn't mean to do that. Ouch. Um, but um, the, but what I wanted to say is, is that there's some doorways where we're going to have loved ones leaving us. And there's one here in September and it kind of floats into August. And then there's one uh, or October. There's one later October that floats through November. And then there's one that floats like um, just after Christmas into the new year. And... I'm wondering which one my dear friend is going to be on that there is these doorways that are coming forward for the our loved ones to leave us and when we're going forward with that you're welcome veronica i um yeah it, that that we're that these are the times where it's like these unforeseen people who we love dearly can can leave us and these doorways are very um very cleanly open for that opportunity. And like I said, I have a very, I've already lost um, three or four people um, this year that were close to me. It started out that, that started out that way that this year uh, I lost. Yeah. I lost a, a dear friend that my husband golfs with um, my father-in-law, um, a person who I was cutting, I cut, used to cut hair and I still cut her hair um, up to her passing. And that was 38 years that I cut her hair. And then, so she was part of my life. And now my, uh, one of my really dear friends is leaving and there's somebody else that's going to be going, um, here soon that I know, but I don't know who that is yet. Um, they're not around the, they're not foreseen yet. <laughs> so with that, that, that when we go through this and, and, you know, I want you to know that grief 
when we get these stories, I know that for me, I'm already feeling the grief when I think of my good friend leaving me. Uh, he, he's been a very dear friend. He, you know, I lost my parents when um, I was 28 and 32. And when I, I lost them young, they were both 56, 57, 58 in that range. Uh, and that when I lost them, that it was, it was very hard. It was an interesting time in my life. You know, having uh, your, your kids at the same time your parents are passing, literally. Um, I was six months, six weeks away from having my first child when my dad passed away. And three weeks after I had my last child, found out my mom had the Garrick's disease. So I was literally having children at the same time my parents were passing. That you know, that grief that we feel that when we know something's going to happen, usually we feel that coming around. We feel that grief. And those are those things. And I want you to know that when you're dealing with the grief, when you're dealing with grief, that a lot of times that we go into that um, the the victim or the martyr or the the shame or the the we get self um, punishing with ourselves. You know, why didn't I do that better? Why couldn't I remember that? Why am I not doing that well? And and that kind of thing. And and that's one thing that when we have a planet in in uh, in Gemini about the mind, because it's an air sign. So Gemini is an air sign. When you have an air sign, and actually we're going we're in Virgo right now, which is another air sign, right? I think so. So Virgo is an air sign. So it's a lot of mind work. It's about perfectionism. It's about uh, it's about making things right. It's about um, needing stability. It's about uh, you know uh, uh, great or or it's it's not necessarily organization, but it, there's a form of organization in the life of of a Virgo, and there's the um, they're they're quick tongued. Virgos can be quick tongued, uh, and they quick tongued on a good side and not the good side so with that that when we're in gemini thinkers and then we're in virgo quick tongued and then we're in mars which is well you can kind of see the writing on the wall right because who was um the the god of war or god of of strife and mars right so with that 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 watch what we're doing and then as mercury comes into retrograde communication. Remember to breathe. We will get through this. It's not necessarily a negative thing we're going through. Actually, I look forward to these opportunities. I look forward to these opportunities because it reminds me to be in the moment. These, these opportunities, I'm not thinking ahead. I'm thinking of now. Sending a text right now. What is my intention? Having a communication with somebody, a boss to a uh, to a, an employee. What is happening right now that I need to do my better with, right? So as we're going through this, remember that this is not about, holy crap, well, how am I going to survive it? It's about being in the now and breathing. All these opportunities, when we're working through a lot of these shadow work, when we're working through a lot of our mind games, when we're laying in bed and struggling with what our brain is trying to tell us, remember to breathe. 
And it's okay to tell the brain to shut up, right? It's okay to tell the brain to shut up because of the fact that sometimes, you know, <laughs> there's been a time <laughs> that um, I have a, my I have an, uh, an understanding that in my truth that I have my guides and my parts of me that are my supportive team, right? Well, I have a, a round table, like King Arthur's round table, and that table sits right with me. Still sticky from playing with the petunias. Um, and actually, it's on my right arm, which is about releasing. Huh. Release, release, release. So with that, 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 um, that as we're going forward, that my team here at the round table gives me the opportunity to think about where I'm going, right? So with that, that there was one night where my mind would not shut up. It was running and talking and being, it was going from soup to nuts. It was going from what I did a year ago to lifetime ago to what I did yesterday. And like I tell my brain sometimes, I already lived it once. I don't need to relive it again. I did what I could do in that moment. And I'm not doing it again. Sometimes that's what I say before I go to sleep. Okay. But this night, nothing was working. So you know that idea of a talking stick? I took out my talking stick, metaphorically, asked my brain to come for, to walk with me. And this is all in a, like, watching a cartoon going on in my head. Right? So then I, I'm taking this walking. I, I tell my brain to come with me. Go walking to my round table, right? Well, at my round table, I have my dragon elder, big, powerful. I have my dyslexic self. I have my guides, my angels, Archangel Michael, Raphael, um, a lot of my angels. I have my other guides uh, that are helping me, like my technology guide, um, a lot of my other superhero guides, right, that are helping me through my life. They're all around it, right? And then I have, uh, then I have my, actually, I have a past life where I was a schizophrenic. And I asked that schizophrenic past life to come and sit at my round table because when schizophrenics are on and they're able to work, they're able to multitask very well. And I like to use that opportunity. So I have my schizophrenic past life sitting at my round table. Well, going back to my mind. My mind is sitting here nah, 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 as we're walking up to this metaphorical round table, right? And I say, okay, okay, everyone, can you listen to me? My mind and I are disagreeing. It is like three o'clock in the morning and will not shut up. So I'm going to offer that we all have a talking stick here and whoever has it can speak. So what I saw was my mind go to grab my talking stick and I handed it to my elder dragon. And my mind, I can metaphorically see if it was a cartoon going off, right? In this metaphorical story that I'm telling you, I saw my mind going <laughs> and start pouting because it wanted to and it couldn't. So by the time that the, the talking stick got around to my mind. It was kind of talked out, you know, still wanted to talk still, but I heard it, but I can tell you 
when I went back to trying to go to sleep as the movie was and the cartoon was playing off in my round table area, that my mind was actually able to calm down in reality. I was actually able to go to sleep, right? I want to make sure there wasn't a spider on me. And so with that, that, that I was going through this moment of, of, you know, how can I do better? How can I do better? Well, there's tools to do better. So when your mind is, is interactive and it's really overwhelming, remember it's part of the team. You have your mind, you have your heart, you have your gut, you have your mind, you have your love and you have your emotions, right? And your gut is about your emotions. And then you have your soul that is with you right? So how can you negotiate to where all of them are working? And that's the thing is, is that in the future here, when you're going forward and you're getting triggered by something outside of you, you're getting triggered by the, the thing that's inside your mind, right? What can you do to survive that? Breathe, slow down, take a moment. Even if you're on a deadline, take a moment Think about what you're doing and then check in with the rest of your team. Even if you have to wiggle your toes to remember you have feet at that moment, do something to help yourself negotiate your world because of the fact that we're going to be getting triggered. People are going to say things that we don't necessarily like, but what can we do to react to it or interact with it? Okay. So that's one thing that I see is, is that we're going to have a lot of this discussion. So we're going to maybe have a little bit of this in our governments. We're going to have this. <laughs> I work in an elementary school system. It may have some fun days, but what am I going to do with this? Not take it personally. I'm going to do my better and breathe because we're all going to have moments where we're not doing our better. And that's the thing is when we're laying down in our bed, forgive ourselves if we can for how we were in that day. Because I can tell you that you have the ability the next day, if you get in a fight with someone, the next day you can walk over and go, you know what, dude, I'm so sorry. You know, I was having a effed up day yesterday and I did not do it well and I apologize. I apologize for who I was to yesterday, and I'm hoping to do better today. An apology is 98% of how we can negotiate in our world. Now, that person may not take that apology, right? That's not up to them. But what it is is that you made it righted. You righted this ship that was off keel, right? Because having that bad day kind of made your ship all, the, all the, the luggage and all the stuff that you had on your ship, metaphorical ship, to, to go off to one side, right? All your emotions were on that ship and everything went off to one side. But if you say, I'm sorry to yourself, to other people, sometimes that's where the emotions and the, the cargo, that's the word I was looking for, of that ship can get righted again. So going forward in our life, that it's not about how we're, how we're doing it. But remember, 
it's okay to stop and breathe. And it's okay when you're laying in bed and you're going through your day's scenarios that it's not always the easiest thing to do. But remember that we're all human going through this. And like I said to someone today who was at, at the store that I was at and and she was uh, doing something and then she went, oops, and then she did something else and went, oops, and then did something else. I said, I love how human you are right now. Thank you. It's enjoyable to see that you're human. Give people breaks because of the fact that are we perfect? I know I'm not. By no means am I perfect. But at the same time, everybody else around me is not either. We could try so hard to be perfect, but we're not. Because that's called life. It's called life. And what we can do is give each other grace. Because I can tell you, giving each other grace will give us life. Because the fact that we do not need to get twisted up in a knot, because this was at my foot actually, twisted up in a knot, we can untwist by breathing, by being, by knowing, by saying that it's okay if you make mistakes. It's good that you're human. Not enough of us know that it's okay to be human. It's life. It's life. So with that, I want you to know that in this next couple of months, we're going to be going through something that gives us an opportunity to be enlightened. It gives us an opportunity to look in the mirror and see how can I do things different? What am I going to do different? Because right now we have an opportunity through all that chaos, through all that chaos to be magical. All the different worlds, all the different aspects that we're doing, we're going to be in a different moment. So know that no matter where you're at and what you're doing, be prepared to be yourself and give yourself grace. And when you're going to bed and you're, and you're struggling with what you did for that day, tell yourself, you know what? I was human and that's okay. I don't need to hear the stories of, of best friends and um, family members that we were never good enough. No, we are good enough. We are good enough. I give you permission to say that you're good enough. Because I know that maybe not being perfect, I know I'm good enough. So, with that, I am offering some card readings today. And I've gotten some really good ones. So Ganesh wants to come out. You know who Ganesh is? So Ganesh is this wonderful being, this wonderful being who helps break through some old patterns. He helps us break through our knowings. Our um, He helps us break old habits. And I actually have him on my phone. So when I open up my phone, I see myself breaking through habits. I also have a singing bowl with Ganesh on it. And at the end of this, I'll, I'll do my singing bowl real quick to help clear the energy. Okay. So Ganesh is going to be here for us. So Ganesh, um, the dragons, 
are going to be here. So if you're looking for a card reading, Katie, this is a good time for you to get a card reading if you're still here. Uh, and this will help you with your future. Okay, but tell me which deck you want. So Ganesh and the Dragons. And who else? Uh, Veronica, if you're still there, what are those, the other deck that you want? We I have Ganesh and the Dragons. Uh, the fairies or um, the um, maybe this one, maybe this one, Wisdom of Avalon, because Wisdom of Avalon, I like how it gives you the different paths. So I'm going to do a card reading um, from the map. Oh, the map, the map, the map, the map series. Yes, the map series. Good memory. The map series. Oh, you mean the fairies? Okay. So, yeah, because this is the map. Um, so, is it this fairy deck? Or is it this fairy deck? <laughs> it's a lot of reading with this fairy deck. I'll do this fairy deck, okay? I'll do this fairy deck. Because that fairy deck is, yeah, they want to come out, don't they? It'll be this fairy deck. So, okay, so um, the fairies. Okay, so I have the dragons. I have the dragons, Ganesh, and the fairies. So, who would like a reading today? Please put it in the comments. If you're on Instagram, I can do one with you too. So the the idea when you're, I'm doing um, oracle card readings is is that you put it, you just say which deck you want, and then you put out your intention. You don't have to tell me what it is. Just put your intention, and the cards will do it. And I'll pick out a card for you. Usually the cards jump out. Okay. So, um, so uh, with that, that Veronica, since you said the fairies, I'm going to work with you first. So on Instagram, if you would like either the fairies, um, the dragons, or Ganesh, because Ganesh wants to come out. So I'll probably do a card reading for um, for somebody uh, or for um, everybody with uh, Ganesh. Okay, so so putting your intention out there, Veronica, for the fairies. Okay. This is for Veronica, for her greater good. So the fairy. Okay, putting your intention out there for the. Okay, so I feel it coming, Veronica. Thank you. Uh, being a psychic medium that I am, I do feel the intention of sometimes what is in the cards, which helps me uh, to put it into the cards. Whoa. This one here. Oh, oh, look at that one. That one's a pretty one. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Okay. So that's who wanted to come out for you, Veronica. I almost dropped her. <laughs> so 38. So three plus eight is 11, which is about magical, magical new beginnings. Okay, let's see. So 38, so which equals, um, 
Oh, look at, look at, look at, look at. So she is on another face. Look at that. And this writing is pretty um, skewed right now. So I'll have to, I'll have to get the reading before I find out who she is and what she's doing. So she's kind of covering up, isn't she? This mischievous dude. So 38. Thirty-eight. So it's Lasty, L-A-I-S-T-E, Moon's Daughter, Light Cast in Shadows, Spiritual Guidance, Illumination, Riddles. Hmm. Isn't that an interesting one? Um, isn't that an interesting one? There we go. So, so illumination with riddles. Isn't that the story of what I just talked about with the future? Okay. Okay. So she's a bringer of light in the darkness, yet moonlight both reveals and conceals. Her bright fairy hoof prints lighten the path ahead of you guiding you through the dark. She is also one who guides at the passage between other worlds and this. It is she who, with her bright light, tends the gate of revolu revolution, showing us way through the illumination while his sister, her sister, Ephon, wild daughter, helps guide you through the gate of despair as much as fun. Yet the process of guiding us, Leicester may pull the, a veil of cloud across the face of her mother, the moon. The three steps later, we fall into a bog. That should wake you up, she thinks, smiling wisely. So there's the trickster. Okay. So she's about illuminating, but then she'll cover up the moon. So then you fall into the bug, the bog to wake us up. She disapproves on the sleepwalking, which is something that most of us humans do to a great deal of time. We just get up and go through our day, don't we? The night contains too much magic, the beauty and the wisdom to walk through it unseen. You may find her activities helpful. You may find them frustrating. How you take them is entirely up to you. Perception, right? But they are intended to help you awaken. Bear in mind that she does not trip us. She merely places an obstacle or a pitfall in our path, and we, sleepwalking, unaware, step right into it. We don't have to do that. As always, it's our choice. So, perception is going to be a big one coming up in this next couple months. Are we being challenged, or are we being where we're not foreseeing how to stop, breathe, and take a peek at what's going on in our life, right? 
Leicester wants us to open up a great unknown to magical, not necessarily to the mystical, not necessarily the magical. Experience teaches us an ex expand way to relate to the multiverse. All of the worlds and dimensions together. She is the daughter of the moon, but she is also an illuminated child of the unity card. Where the, the frog queen wishes you to get in touch with your subconscious and find the, tr the treasures there. The Esther helps you, hopes you will reach for your higher self, not yet realize the cosmic, cosmic wisdom. You know far more than you know you know. So a starter reading. You may be finding apparently random events and ideas are falling into pattern and beginning to make sense to you. Things may be flowing more easily than they are accustomed to. And your de decisions and choices may be bringing in an unusual high, high degree of success. Psychic abilities, hunches, intuitions, foreknowings are becoming clearer and making more sense. Trust the process. Yester also brings a psychic dream for lighting the future and illuminating the process. These dreams often speak in symbols as fairies are, won't do. So the reverse. So the card, so that was the upright. Now I'm going to speak of the reverse. Just to have, ah, Ganesh decided to take a jump. <laughs> reverse. If someone is experiencing free-floating anxiety, inacceptable self-doubt, or tendency of to accidents, it may be that change is occurring at a very deep level in the psyche. That would be me. In various stages of its such work, as changes take place on a deep unconscious level, some disruptive energies rise to the surface of, the of, of consciousness. Be especially careful and watchful as you go through your daily activities. When we are occupied by these deep levels of changes, many of our automatic coping mechanisms fail to work properly. We are too busy deep, deeper down to pay attention to whether or not the traffic light is red or the shoes lace are untied. Alternatively, this card reverse may indicate that Lister is working behind the scenes with others to bring about change, which in turn will probably eventually elect change. Uh, this card reverse can also signify that someone is responsibly or unrealistically demanding superhuman perfection from others. Leicester advises don't. Another affirmation is that by ignoring dreams, 
omens, insights that are trying to uh, occur at a deep level, someone is denying or blocking change. Leicester doesn't want, Leicester does what she can, but when her help is refused, she refuses people and her sisters. So in other words, sorry, that was a little choppy there. I hope you got the gist of it. So in other words, that many of us are going through some deep, 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 deep changes. I, and those deep changes are going to make us a little bit unaware around us. And so remember that if you're going in a deep, a deep change, deep contemplation, deep knowing, and this card is reversed upside down, that uh, that you may be tripping and falling. You may not be paying attention to details. So remember to stop and breathe and pay attention. Slow down a little bit. Understand you're going through some major changes. And if it's upright in your life, because even though this card was for Veronica, it could be for you too, just like I was getting some aha moments, that if it's upright with you, that you are going through the changes, you are managing, you're getting insight, you're in the flow. Just remember, though, that if the cloak comes over and you're doing your day-to-day -day work and you're not paying attention, you may step into something that you shouldn't. But by paying attention, you'll be able to notice when these little things pop up for you. So thank you very much. That was a great card. That was actually a good card for the, the generalness of life. I hope that was helpful, Veronica. Sorry, they, the way that he writes, um, that's the um, Brian Shroud. Sometimes it's a little bit where he inter get, interacts with other cards in the deck, and they don't make sense to you to, um, to mention those. Okay, so what time is it? Ah, it's that time. So I'm going to pull one card of Ganesh. One card finished here, and there's a couple cards that fell because I feel like, um, I feel like, and if anybody else wants a card reading, please put it out there. Um, so this card deck is for everybody, a message for everybody. And these cards are big and thick, so let me. So, Ganesh, please help me pick quickly. This time is getting short here. What can you tell us for the future for our lives? What is the thing that you want us to know? I don't want to pick the fairies. Thank you. Okay, one more one more shuffle because they actually told me to pick the fairies and I don't want to read all that again. Woo! Top one? Okay. So, a bunch of cards came out, and he, I heard the top one. Promise of the future. <laughs> oh, promise of the future. Eight. So, if you know what anything about the number eight, it's an affinity sign. You put it... Um, you put it sideways and it's about as above as below. It's about going through the process above and as below. So the figure eight. So this is a promise for the future. So let me promise of the future. Number eight. Promise for the future. 
Rest assured, something new is on the horizon. Oh, I love this. So as we're going through the shadows, Ganesh is saying there's a promise for the future. All indications are favoring a time of new awareness. Seek new outlets for your creative expressions. This hurdles, these hur this hurdle, the beginning of a new phase of life. Ganesh is asking you to take time to reflect on your desires and dreams. It is time that you begin down the road of a new creative adventure. Ask Ganesh to help you uncover the desires of your subconscious mind and then follow any creative nudges you feel. You may experience them as innovative sparks that come to you unexpectedly. This moment, mo momentum will start you down a path that may involve a new world. Reflect on your past endeavors. Take time to acknowledge and understand your lessons and your blessings. Feel gratitude for the path that has led you to this point in time. You are receiving a gift of freedom to choose what you will pursue. There may also be an ending taking place. All of life has its cycles. Through experiences and choices, you learn to grow. You are steadily progressing through the many phases of your life, which each ending comes a promise of a new dawn. A promise, every ending is a promise to a new dawn. So remember that as we're going through and we are struggling with our life, because there are days, no matter where you're at in your life, there is days to struggle. And yet, we can take a breath, stop for a moment, push the reset button. And if we click a text real quick and push send, we can always say, oh, schmutzers, guess what I just did? I said something that I didn't want to say because I was in a moment and I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Call them up. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Because of the fact that being vulnerable is one of the best gifts we can do. May you find blessings in your journey of life. It is now nine five o'clock. So if you're interested in having a session to help you through these moments, please reach out at angelicclarifications.com. I have um, opportunities for sessions on my website. Also, too, if you are looking for um, some inspirational um, podcasts, it's now on most po podcast scenarios that um, you can find me on. Uh, I do it on Podbean, but I'm on most other podcast platforms. And you can catch me on my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter, and I have some feng shui uh, videos there. And I have a, a series there that's called Let's Get Tiggered, Not Triggered. And it's only on my YouTube channel. So blessings to you on your journey. May you come back on Monday, um, same stations except for Instagram. You would have to go to either my YouTube channel or to Facebook as Regan Forsen on the Dance of the Soul are, and I are going to be talking about soul families. 
Blessings to you on your journey. And may you all receive the gifts of awareness so that you can move forward in this day and time. Bye now. Thank you for being here with me. Blessings to you.